gentlemen back at it again man y'all know last time y'all was here we hit a certain little milestone and everything and you know i i appreciate the love and all the stuff for that and everything you know shout out to the, the homie aqua fresh or whatever you know the doctor will see you now whatever you know your favorite doctor's favorite doctor i done gave him two new monikers right there and he didn't even know it, you know what, what else that's what we do over here though you know but all love all the good stuff and everything before we get into i mean Y'all clicked on it, y'all ready, y'all see the name and everything. Before we get into this, I mean, literal, just top legend in the world in this game that we all love and know. We got to get through this, you know, little little notes or whatever, because of course, man. Um, remember, like always, guys, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio description, all that good stuff below. Uh, by the time you guys shall be listening to this, I'm going to say we will be working on that new November playlist. I cannot remember what I call a November playlist, but, you know, y'all going to be up in there. We're going to check it. We're going to put it in the link tree. <sighs> I'm going to warn y'all or whatever. I'll probably be coming off the Her Loss album drop with Drake and 21 Savage. So expect, I mean, expect this already happened or whatever, you know, talking pretense. Demon Mook might have made an appearance or whatever, you know, God bless all that good stuff and everything. Um, Get your Mook Dog merch or whatever. Also, we're going to ask this talent about some some merch we seeing actually yes, all that on, you know the, the video and everything but with no further ado we are talking about an absolute legend i love it when you hit somebody or whatever and they're just as excited as myself about this it makes the the energy just that more you know I, i'm telling them i'm seeing the beautiful blue lights in the background and it matches the aesthetic you know when you really look at whatever and i can't wait to ask about the cowboy and all this stuff or whatever <laughs> and all of y'all that don't get it and don't understand it or whatever we are talking about a top 50 player in the world. The world, Craig. Only like a couple of people are going to get that joke or whatever. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. The man, the myth, the legend, my guy, Dirty Dan768. What's goody, baby? Absolutely, my man. Thank you for having me. It's going to be an absolute great time. I'm, I'm super excited about this. I was late, but I didn't forget it. Wait. Oh, oh yeah. There we go. How are we living today, man? I hope uh, life has been great for you, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, man. We living great. You know, everything's going well. Had our struggles, but we moving right through. Hey, that's all we can do, man. We, we we always start these off a certain way and everything, man, and just, you know, it's going to get to a point later when I'm just going to feel old and washed or whatever, because, you know, <laughs> just, just certain, there's certain things about it. But to start it off or whatever, too, and I've, I've been ready to ask this or whatever for a minute. How did we come up with the name? Now, I had to make sure we actually was distinct about the Dirty Dan with the, you know, the seven, eight, or excuse me, seven, six, eight and everything, because I've actually had a Dirty Dan on this pod and everything, like one of my really? boys here in North Carolina. So we had to, we, we had to distinctify it, man. So talk to us about how we came up with the name. So uh, my, my name is obviously Dan and Dirty Dan started when I was 11 or 12 and I was playing IRL baseball. And, well, obviously, I still play baseball in real life. But back then, you know, Little League, all that. And my thing was I would slide into every base. <laughs> did not matter. I would leave the field covered in dirt every time. So people started calling me Dirty Dan, just like the SpongeBob episode. And I, this, the 768. I was wondering something to do with this. The 768 is a story that nobody believes. My freshman year of high school, I had started okay. to play MLB the show at a competitive level, so I was playing on Legend consistently. 
And this was around the first time I, like, broke into the top 50. I don't think I finished a season up there, but I was in there for a little bit. And so I was bragging to my freshman team teammates, like, hey, I'm top 50 in the world in MLB The Show. And obviously they're all like, nah, there's no way. That's not real. So one of them was like, all right, you know what, if you're that good, play me. And he set the game to all-star. Jesus. And I beat him 76 to 8. So my name exists to spite him. He turned Mercy off like there was no Mercy. <laughs> this was in, like, MLB 18. So fastballs were already slow. Right. It was very plausible to put up 70, 70 uh, 76 runs. Especially with the Immortals. Like, there was no chance you could stop him with his team. I have so many questions. I mean, I'm I'm, 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 I'm gonna ask you so many MLB questions. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> and I wanna even just you know you gotta you gotta you gotta tease people, make them wait for that and everything. But oh yeah, I gotta get more into this game or whatever. Can you remember some of the just dope people in your lineup or whatever? Who'd your mans have? And all the immortals. Six is insane. I don't I don't know who he had. He had this team of just like golds and like he didn't really play the game, so it was a nightmare team. He had a couple of ticket counter guys, which I, I don't think you'll remember the ticket counter. But now, um, I, I look. The only thing I know about the Immortals or whatever, and I'm gonna ask you that. Well, I can, I can, I'm gonna ask you a little bit later. I'm gonna say. That. I, I forget what overall this card was, but the one card that I remember that burned me. I think he must have hit five home runs in that game. Something like that was a ticket counter, give or take like 92 overall. Sean Green card that he had that just destroyed mm. me for some reason. You know, I had all the Immortals, which. Damn, I know Ruth was one. Pujols might have been one back. I have no idea. Griffey? Griffey was an immortal. Cause, man, yeah, I don't know. It's been a long time. I have to boot up 18 again. Will, will this will this friend that literally created the dynasty that you're making now, whatever, be listening to this episode and be like, damn, I remember that? I'm absolutely going to send it to him. 10,000%. <laughs> He's going to be aware that so many people know about this. It's going to be right in the beginning, too. He's like, damn, man. Yeah, didn't we let that there? Or? Right, yeah. Peters, if you're listening, buddy, it's all you. Oh, <laughs> um, I, 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 had, I had to get that or whatever. Um, The other part or whatever, too. So just as far as the, the logo with your, you know, like with you and everything, where does that come from? We'll just... We've Okay, I'm so glad that you asked about the logo because we've yeah. been through so many different logos. The when I started streaming, I didn't take it seriously at all. I just threw a SpongeBob picture up there as my logo. I'm like, yeah, this this checks. This is fine. Uh, then I went to the Streamlabs merch, so I start. I was just selling stuff with my logo on it, right? Which happened to be SpongeBob. So if you're one of the few people that still has the SpongeBob Dirty Dan merch, that is a one of a kind item. Um, I received the cease and desist from Nickelodeon. Oh, I was selling SpongeBob stuff. So immediately, I was like, okay, this can't happen. So then for a while, we switched to, like, this cursive writing of Dirty Dan that I just made up just so I could avoid Nickelodeon's legal team. Because I'm not beating them. No, no. They're they're wealthy. Yeah, they got the the best of the best over there. I was not winning that fight. I was also in the wrong, so definitely not winning that fight. And so then my buddy Moonshine Banjo came through and was like, listen— I'm an artist. I'll draw stuff up for you. Sweet. So he gave me this throwback. Moonshine's been around my channel for a long time. We used to do cowboy stuff. Like, I had a horse head that I would wear on stream, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) He threw the cowboy up there, gave it the blue mask, you know, 
I don't know if you guys can see it, but you know. Drew made a logo and I love it, so now it's it's where we're at. Dig for the longest it. time. For the longest time it was SpongeBob. I, 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 just, I just took SpongeBob off my much. jerseys like three days ago. <laughs> still you still had the SpongeBob? Yeah. That's crazy, man. It also, big big shout out uh Moonshine Banjo. Word up. Yeah, absolutely. You came through. I'm I'm just weak now. I'm just thinking about you like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We got this one kid up out of here the other day. <laughs> Trying to take one of our, I don't know, big four or whatever. I don't even know they have a big four or whatever. I'm like, yeah, SpongeBob's got to be up there if they do. Absolutely. Yeah, that fell through. That was not a great time. <laughs> Nickelodeon seasons this was. The look on my grandma's face when she opened that, too. Like, oh, they mailed you? Yo! They sent it in the mail. I don't check my email. So they must have, like, emailed me a few times and saw that I never opened it or something, something to the effect. Bro, besides and, my main email or whatever, like my other accounts, I tell people, I'm like, yo, fam, like, you might as well just hit me any other way. Like, when I asked you, I was right? like, hey, yo, like, how? Because I'm, if it's Discord or whatever, I might see it within eight hours, maybe. The most catch on a good horrifying day. part, horrifying part about that is I have no idea how they got my address. Not a clue. Bro, it's all in the, it's, it's all online, dog. That's right. why I tell people, I'm like, ain't no, ain't no hiding, dog. Yeah. Still. Oh, they want to get you. They gonna come get you. Yeah, <laughs> it's happening. I want to go. I want to go back here, or whatever. Before we go into like the world of gaming and everything with you, or whatever. And I want to talk about IRL for a little bit. So, yeah, um, yeah. you know, of course, we know that you know you just talked about it, whatever you're like. You came up with playing baseball or whatever. Was that all you played? Were there some other sports or? I tried some other sports. They weren't for me. I was not a big kid at all. So I entered high school. My freshman year, I was four foot eleven and ninety pounds. Okay. So I didn't play no football. That didn't happen. Yeah. Everybody kind of both my parents were like, "Let's not. You're gonna get hurt." Um, I tried basketball, but once again, four foot eleven. A L- so little bit shorter. Yeah, you know. I was on the shorter end, and one time I went up to block a shot and completely missed my little slap thing and hit the kid in the face, and they suspended me for three games. Oh. It's like yeah, so I'm I'm done playing basketball. Uh, lacrosse wasn't for me. I, that's all I tried. Hockey was just so expensive. So we, you know, we we're lower middle class growing up. So hockey extra expenses weren't on the list, you know. If you don't mind me asking real quick, whatever about lacrosse. So you, you do you live up north? Yeah, I live in Massachusetts. Okay, I asked that because I swear I've had this conversation with people and like they're just like, oh yeah, lacrosse is like the norm up here, and I'm like, dude, I'm in the south, like. <laughs> like people are kind of like lacrosse what is that and i'm like your family yeah, like, or they look at it like oh no nah, that's one of them like whatever sports i'm like no no i'm like that's northern and if you play it southern down here it's only like few and far between right lacrosse has gotten big enough up here to where there are some schools that have lacrosse teams and not like hockey teams or basketball teams that's crazy to think about yep the other thing that we see a lot for some reason is ultimate frisbee there's a, I, I would venture to say 80% of our of schools up here have an ultimate frisbee team. You know, this is an audio pod, so I have to just like express how I'm feeling. That is insane to me. I'm like, yo, that it's wild. Absolutely, it's wild. Ultimate frisbee. I mean, I thought disc golf was going was kind of like, what are people doing? But wow. Right. Yeah, it's it's something. 
Disc golf. Oh, we have a few disc golf courses up here. I've been meaning to try it just for the sake of trying it. So just off logistics or whatever, and also too, trust, I feel you. Like literally, I hit my growth spurt like right going into high school or whatever. Like before that, I was the shortest. Then like I hate all of it, and mm. it I kind of stopped after that or whatever. But like it happened right around that night, that freshman year or whatever. But um, so pretty much you just baseball decided to be the thing or whatever. Did you know that from probably like what a young age or? Yeah, I I everybody knew right away that baseball was my thing. It was kind of obvious not to be that guy but i was pretty good at it so it was definitely a streamline for me more so pitching pitching is all i'm a pitcher so obviously pitching has always been my thing uh they put me on the 12 U all-star team okay when i was 10 so you know kind of a big deal (laughs) (laughs) no i'm I'm here for this energy because you got to talk your shit man like absolutely that's amazing because i was gonna say like okay yo what positions you you would you were you just pitching or did you get any like fielding in? Or? I caught and played third. I had a good arm, okay. so they would just put me in positions where other kids couldn't really throw the ball that well. Left so I right. caught and I played third. You mean left, lefty or righty? I'm a righty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Righty everything, hitting all that. Oh, hitting is so, a whole other animal. You, you, I am. You're, you're, <laughs> I am the worst hitter. Oh, okay. Okay. But <laughs> my philosophy, like I will hit 180 in a season. My philosophy when it comes to hitting is I will have four or five home runs in the season. I will do it. I will swing as hard as I can, and every now and then, I'm going to run into one. And that's tracked for every season so far. It's Adam Dunn style. Like, yo, I don't care. Like, I'm going to strike out, but, like, some going over to you. Exactly. Like, I am at the plate, and everybody knows that I'm a P.O., nobody expects me to rip a double right now. I'm going yard, or I will do the casual strikeout. Also, with that uh approach, was I wanted to get under one. I'm not quick. If there was somebody on, I could have got doubled up so easily. Like, they wouldn't have even had to try. I had to get under one. A fly out, a strikeout, way better than a double play. I'm about to say walking double play like the Yankees in game three of that uh, ALCS? Just like that. That's about how slow I am. So. (laughs) All right, so I want to get right back to this moment over there. You're 10 years old. You're on the, you know, you're on the 12U team and everything. Mm. You're pitching. You're kicking ass or whatever. How many pitches do you have developed at that age, and how would you grow after that point? I threw two pitches. Uh, I didn't start throwing a different pitch until I was maybe 14, my sophomore year of high school. I threw a fastball and I threw a changeup. It was really just I didn't hold it any differently. I just threw it slower, <laughs> and I I would just hit corners. You know, I didn't walk people. Which is a big thing in Little League, obviously. You would walk people all of the time. Right. I just had control, which is all you need in Little League. So, And then once I started getting to high school, my control was there, but I wasn't throwing as hard, and I really only had those one or two pitches. And so guys were just crushing the ball off me. I was like, all right, this doesn't work. So when I was 14... Oh, I've, I've missed a big part of this. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, you go. Go, go back. Go I missed a huge part of this because this is this is really where stuff gets weird. I was so small that my hands I couldn't grip the baseball with two fingers, so I would palm the damn thing, and that's how I threw my fastball. So oh, eventually, okay. eventually I figured out like, hey, if I throw this shit sidearm, it like drops and moves. And eventually I was like, hey, I can go even lower and still be accurate. 
So I became a submarine pitcher when I was like 11. <laughs> so so you literally became a submarine pitcher by just because I had small hands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I look, had small I, hands. I will tell you, you I had to get into. Won't be able to tell from this video, or whatever. My hands are not the biggest. Like, where's the base? I, I have a baseball. Ready? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can't see this physically or whatever, but like, I thought his hands are even smaller than mine. Like, I joke and be like, yo, for for somebody I almost half a foot, my hands are tiny. Yeah, tiny. Absolutely minuscule. Like, when I throw my sinker, even now, I still have to come all the way back and really get my thumb under it like that. It's brutal. So, 11, we turn into a submarine and everything. You're still kind of playing. This is, this is travel ball, right? Yeah, travel ball in town. I, I did it all. I played any league I could play. I wanted the most amount of baseball in my life. By the time you get into high school, are we with your high school team and travel ball? Yeah, I was playing both. I was also still playing in town ball, so I was on three teams in high school. How did all of these go and everything for those four years? Well, you just had to, you know, pick what you would play. So, like, there was a hierarchy. If there was a high school game, I would always play the high school game. Of course. And then if there was a high school and a travel ball game, you know, I'm picking the high, uh, picking the high school game. Now, if there was a travel ball and in town, I'm picking travel ball. So it was one, two, three, high school, travel ball, in town. So there was nothing else going on. I'd show up to my in-town games. And all the coaches, you know, knew each other. So they could all, like, plan for who I would be playing for that day. So it worked out pretty well for me. That is that, – that's great right there, literally. You just got it all organized. Okay, because most people, I can yeah. imagine, like, oh, you're not all in on this team. So it's, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. Right, yeah. I mean, I had to be all in for high school. Obviously, high school ball is taken very seriously. In town was just kind of like an exhibition league, like, you know, it was whatever. And then travel ball was taken seriously, obviously. But um, it really didn't run into high school that much because you don't play on weekends in high school. Well, you do, but it's seldom that we played on weekends in high school. And travel ball was only weekends, so it worked right. out pretty well. Okay, okay. So what was the point where it's just like okay yo, you know we're finishing up high school and everything and like where, where do we go with just pitching and baseball from that point so right out of high school i was talking to two division one baseball schools to pitch at and i want to go into veterinary science or psychology both okay. schools i was talking to didn't have either of those as an option mm. so i actually decided like hey i'm just gonna take a gap here i'm gonna work in a field that I want to eventually get a degree in, so I have some kind of, you know, experience in the field. And so I was I was just going to practice. I was not going to play on a team, just practice. And then a semi-professional team out of Massachusetts called and was like, hey, we need a bullpen arm. And so I was like, yeah, awesome. Let's do it, semi-pro. This is going to be so cool. Okay. That league was one of my biggest eye openers to where i need to be as a pitcher to move to the next level because this league was is summer ball for division one players and x pros i played against dudes that played in the major leagues for like 10 years just jeez monsters i some of these division one kids were throwing upper 90s some of these ex-professional pitchers had spin rates in the mid 3000s still mm. just nasty nasty stuff i mean like 99 mile an hour two seamers that moved across <clears throat> the plate type stuff it was horrifying i got like four at bats i think i saw 12 pitches and i struck out every time like yeah. 
I mean, no, it sounds insane. Like literally just going to like college games here or whatever. It was, yeah. Like uh, anytime somebody gets close to like over any, anytime you go over 97 for me, I'm like, oh, no, nah, this kid's crazy. <laughs> right. Like this is nuts. The jump from seeing mid 80s in high school, maybe every now and then you'd see upper 80s in high school mm-hmm. to just seeing triple digits. I was like, yeah, OK, that's a big jump. Nobody prepared me. They just threw me in there. I had an okay season on the mound. I didn't do too bad. Okay. Didn't hit well. Not at all. So. But again, I was a closer. I got four at-bats in our 40 games. So, didn't really matter. You still have some of these jerseys? still have, like, some of these relationships or whatever? Are we still oh, interested in semi-pro? All these guys. All of them. Uh, every team I think I've been on in the past, like, five years, we have a group chat on something that is still active somehow. This is this is incredible. I didn't I I only knew one side of you. I didn't know it wasn't expecting this side. This is amazing, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you look at pretty much any top player in MLB this year. We all have pretty big baseball backgrounds. One thousand. I just hand oh, hand. Man. Um, from there, whatever you gave me a perfect transition without even knowing it. So you know, you talked about like the division one schools and everything and kind of what you wanted to go into, you know, we spoke about a little bit in uh, pre-production. I like calling it pre-production. It sounds more advanced. Oh, <laughs> so we, we were talking about what you do and everything. So, um, kind of first explain to us about what it is that you want to do and what do you do now for? Well, I, I mean, I could go anywhere. I have a lot of options as far as mentally and what I want to do. Right. Um, I really want to do psychology. I want to help some kids get through some of the stuff that I went through as a kid. So child psychology is something that I definitely want to get into. It's real dope. Um, I also want the veterinary degree because I love animals and I want to hopefully if I stumble into the money to do so, I want to start a sanctuary for sure. I want to have all kinds of different animals. One of my big dreams, it's legal in Massachusetts uh, to get the specific breed of, of bird, but you can get an Arakari toucan. Okay. I want a toucan. That's a real thing. So, <laughs> I swear to God, if I pull up the stream and you have a toucan, <laughs> it's it's not something that's like I'm the I'm joking about. This will never happen. Like there is a good chance. Oh, no, that, I'm so serious too. I'm yeah, like, I'm so serious. One day I might just have a toucan, and people are gonna figure it out. You know? Oh man, get ready. How many animals do you own at um this current time? This current time. I have four. I have my dog Oliver. I own two axolotls, which are like water salamanders. I was going to say, please explain what in the hell that means. Yeah, and I have a painted turtle. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. So, do my my bundle of joy over here and everything, you know? Yeah. He's mm. he's he's my my girl always jokes or whatever, like yeah, you know, I know I'm second or whatever. I'm like ah, y'all are y'all are tied. Yeah, you guys are tied. He just. He's been with me every day for over seven years. What can I say? He's over here trying to attack me right now. Yeah, my axolotls are like absolutely my number ones. They're amazing. My girl is giving me a stare right now, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. Um, back to baseball and everything too. I want to know like, who's your favorite squad and why exactly? Well, I grew up in Boston. So I'm a Red Sox fan. My whole family was Red okay. Sox fans, okay. of course. Okay. So I just um, automatically want to, like, group it because, you know, there's always, like, weird, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, I might be here, but there and everything, so. Yeah. 
No, definitely Red Sox. Uh, and I definitely have a spot, uh, a soft spot for the Guardians because my best friend gl- grew up in Ohio, so he's a big Guardians fan. Bad, and uh, I- I've been friends with him since like first grade. We were on every baseball team together. Like he, he my homie, you know. Right. So, go Guardians. This is probably um. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to go to the Guardians thing. I'm going to go right back to the uh, Red Sox and everything. Did a part of you, besides the, obviously the bias that we just spoke about right there or whatever, mm. honestly think that the Guardians could have beat the Yankees? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They took them to a game five. They could have done it. Uh, they would have needed to get hot with the bats, obviously. But it was it was plausible. It was not. They were not the favorite by any means, but it was plausible. It could have happened. True that. On the opposite end of that or whatever, of course, because, I mean— Besides the Guardians being there and everything, and then you, obviously it's the Yankees and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the Red Sox this past year, man, like coming off, you know, defeating the Yankees in that one game playoff last year and everything. And then the season not really going to at least maybe not yourself or whatever. But I thought some people were like, yo, it's going to be a good year getting Trevor's story. Like, what would you say, like, this past year or whatever, what the Red Sox did for you? I mean, it was definitely a disappointment, obviously. Uh, you never want to finish last, especially to the Orioles. The Orioles won't throw me off a little bit. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah, I don't know what happened to them. They released Trey Mancini and never looked back or traded whatever they did with Mancini, which was something. Um, I, w- I will say the Red Sox season was terrible, but us getting rid of Vasquez was such a blessing in disguise because <laughs> that man did the most Red Sox shit I've ever seen. He went to the Astros and then released a game-winning hit against the damn Yankees in game whatever game it was. Like, that was ex-Red Sox, still manages to burn the Yankees in the playoffs. Like, yep, yeah, okay. That's a true one right there. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Um, Gotta have it. Of course, or whatever, this year didn't go exactly your best or whatever, but what's some of me, obviously, you could say this or whatever because multiple championships and everything, mm. but what's some of your favorite Red Sox moments, players, et cetera? Oh, moments and players. I bet Grand Slam in 18. Definitely top moment. That, like, 15 pitch at bat, whatever it was. And then he swings at a slider in the dirt and golfs it over the monster somehow. Love Mookie. Still still one of my favorite players in the league. I was about to ask that. I, I know, like, um, you know, just got, what is it? What's what's my man name now? Is it Verdugo? Yeah, Verdugo. Yeah. Like, but do you, is it days where you're just like, damn, man, Mookie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's days like that. But at the same time, I see a lot of people on, I mean, Twitter's already a, a, a ridiculous place, so you don't want to go on Twitter. But oh, I see a lot of people who, like hate Mookie for leaving the Red Sox and I'm like, you guys do know that was not exactly a choice he had, right? Like Well, it's not a Mookie fault that he's not on the Red Sox anymore. Like you don't just get to pick what team you play for. Idiots. I don't think a lot of people understand like certain things. They just look at stuff and like a uh, oh you're on my team, you gotta stay there forever or whatever. I'm like, I mean Right? And it's like that's not how that works. Simple, I mean, come on now, you know? Especially with this upcoming season with Judge, like Man, Yankees fans took him for granted, uh, granted in the, the postseason. Y- y'all were booing him. They were booing Aaron Judge in the postseason on his contract. Like, yeah, if I hit 62 home runs mm-hmm. and then y'all booed me in the postseason, yeah, I'm not re-signing with you. Get out of here with that guy. Let, let, Come let, on, let's I'm keep it, Let's now. keep it 100 about that. Is he a Yankee next year? I don't think so. I don't think it's a single throughout. 
No way. With how high his value is, I think he eclipsed that point of like he was so good, we need to keep him on the team and he is going to sign a contract that the mm-hmm. Yankees can absolutely afford, but probably can't afford because of signings like Donaldson, where they're paying him like fifty million to hit one twenty on a season, you know? <laughs> You're right. So, I think the Yankees spent their money. Obviously, they have an unbelievable amount of money, but I think they spent it stupidly, and that's going to hurt them in the Aaron Judge race. Now, obviously, and it, this is hilarious, too, because, like, the, the homie Lou has been telling me that, like, before the All-Star break, like, they're mm-hmm. going to lose out on Judge or whatever. But, like, real shit, like, Yankees hatred aside, yeah. can you imagine? I really want you to think about this, right? You have a player that breaks not only a team record, but American League record yeah. to this degree, almost won the triple crown in him not being in Boston the next year. Like, yeah, that'd be something. I, it, they gotta be sick. Like, I mean, just even the thought, I, I mean, one of my yeah, boys is literally horrifying. like, Yankee guy, when I talked to him about it, he's like, Mookie, stop it. Like, like not, he's, like he's like, they're not that stupid. And I'm like, bro, I'm scared for your sake. They are. I genuinely <laughs> want the most ridiculous things possible. Like, bias aside, I want the craziest shit possible to happen in the league just so for my entertainment I can watch Twitter blow up and be in shambles, even more so than it normally is. That's, like, half my entertainment. When I'm at work, I just open Twitter and see what people are mad about. It's great. I start fights on Twitter all the time for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 were you the one that caused all the drama? Oh, God, I can't wait to talk about this or whatever. But we can start it here, though. Um, were you the one that started all the drama? Like, yo, um, y'all really giving, y'all really giving us this 99 second half Ken Griffey Jr. card? Oh, yeah, we were doing all kinds He's of doing, stuff in those comments. Like, we, we, just, we just wanted to stir the pot, man. It's so fun to watch people blow up. Especially people who, like, you just, like, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Like, with these random guys on Twitter, this might be a, a super elitist take. It is. But if you're, like, 550, 600 in ranked, and you don't really play the game as much as the rest of us, most likely your opinions mean less than our opinions. Like, I've seen some dudes be like, yo, this Blake Snell card is unhittable. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about right now? (laughs) When they released that 99 Blake Snell in, it was like a monthly or whatever it was. Right. The comments of that MLB The Show Twitter feed was literally just people being like, oh my god, you're releasing a 99 Blake Snell, he's going to be untouchable, nobody's going to hit him, you're you're killing the game. I'm like, wow, that's a you problem, dude. Like, oh my goodness. Are we not hitting Blake Snell right now? And bro, I'm not even going to hold you. You call it elitist, I'm going to just call it real at the end of the day. Because yeah. I remember when, like, when that 99 second half Griffey dropped, I remember getting it and being like, yo, like, should I put it in the lineup? And like the <laughs> homies told me straight up or whatever. They're like, yo, Mook, for the people you playing? Oh, yeah, that car should work. He's yeah. like, if you pass All-Star, I wouldn't try that shit. But he's like, you're right in All-Star. So for you, it can't be terrible. Right, yeah, you can run anybody in All-Star. And I was like, you know what? I can respect that. Because I'm like, I'm not getting past... 550 600 you know at least not not yet not yet it's gonna happen but i don't i so i don't know how much you know about my previous accomplishments within the game or like weird things that i tried to do we about to get right into i got like two more questions for that because i want to know all go for it and now and then i'll shoot you with what i had 
So, um, last little things, whatever, like we were talking about the season and everything. Um, by the time the people be hearing this or whatever, we'll already be, I want to say either one or two games in the world series. So, um, NL side, a little bit thrown off, at least for me or whatever, especially oh, yeah. for a, a Braves guy. I, I'm, Nobody I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna give them their respect Phillies, and I'm yeah. not going to be a hater, at least out loud. And oh, yeah. on the other side, I mean, I've been hearing all year, yo, the Astros won't be stopped, and they probably will not be stopped or whatever. I have been saying, and I'm going to say on Twitter, so no one's going to say, hey, you you capping, and they can hear it right here, too. I'm calling Astros sweep, maybe gentlemen sweep at the most. Dan, what you thinking, bro? I, I say Phillies, and here's my thing with this, right? The Astros are absolutely unstoppable. Yes. Nobody can do it. Nobody's going to be able to stop them. But if there's one team that's going to be able to put up a fight— it's the magical season of, that the Phillies have had. It's not going to be like another big name, big market team to beat them. It's going to be like like what the Nationals did. It's just going to be like, where did these guys come from and why are they playing good baseball right now? It, that's what, exactly what we're about to see. It also makes perfect sense that the Astros managed to choke to not only the Nationals, but also the Phillies. Dang. I, I did not see that coming. There. I, I I did not see that coming because I, I think mean, you, I was I think you go six show. games, four to two. Oh, okay. Because I, I was gonna say I'm like, yo, Bryce has been delivering when he needs to. Reese if Hopkins he, has been having a hell of a thing. If with Reese that, keeps oh. this up, and Schwarber, how many games in a row has Schwarber gotten on to lead off the game? Like, if that just continues, the Phillies are golden. I mean, Nick Castellanos played like one game against the Braves or whatever, and we haven't seen him since. You know, he's he's in the lost and found, but nobody wants to talk about. You know, just I'm, yeah, I'm Castellanos I'm is lost. He does not look good at the plate. <laughs> Castellanos is, is a lost cause for them. Braves yeah, one home against the Braves, and they was like, he's back. Yeah, where? Yeah, right. I was like, that's which... Gene Segura. Who would have thought Gene Segura was gonna come through out of nowhere? Like, what is happening with this Phillies? Now, he disappeared a little bit against the Padres, but against the Braves, he was turning up. I was like, right? man, I was up here like, what in the hell? Gene Segura is going to be the Braves killer? Like, what's yeah. happening? Makes no sense. But, I mean, that's playoff <laughs> baseball for you. These random guys come out of nowhere and just have monster series. Harrison Bader. <laughs> yeah, Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader is a great example of that. Who knew he was a power hitter? Um, last thing before we get into just everything with uh, the show and you, or at least the ranks, you know, competitive side of it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, your dreams and then realistic expectations on what the Red Sox can do this um, offseason. I'd like to make playoffs. That's a dream currently is to make playoffs, which is ridiculous. Um, expectations? Pitching. Please. Sign pitching. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I I can name maybe two people in the Red Sox bullpen, and I am a Red Sox fan. Oh, my Jesus. goodness. Our closer was Sawamura for, like, half the season. Do you yeah. even know who that guy is? I want to say I think you guys played the Blue Jays one series, and it was on, like, Peacock one morning when I woke up, and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that. You know? Like, it, was like, it was like, this is yeah, fun. Yeah, no, Red Sox season was abysmal. We, we need pitching. But, I mean, our lineup is, on paper, our lineup is pretty solid. There's really not a total weak spot in our lineup. But, god damn, you our team ERA was like what six? It was like, it was bad. 
I remember it was one series or whatever, man. Y'all and the Yankees, and I was just like, dog, I know people over here just like, God, get me out of here. Not even fair. It was like last year, we are like, I mean, y'all ended up getting on them or whatever, but Stanton became the Red Sox killer at one point. Yeah, for real. We're a, we're a top-tier major league offense with a double-A pitching staff. Jesus, that's not double-A. we are. <laughs> All right, man, so the moment I've been waiting for, I'm sure the people have been waiting for and everything, man, we had to tease it and everything, too, but I want I, I want, I want to give some time for this or whatever, because I want I want layer by layer with this one, bro, so go let's start it. off with whatever. How far back with MLB The Show do you go? The Show 15. I of that one. played a little, I want to say Donaldson. It was either Donaldson or McCutcheon in 15. I can Google it. Hold on. Typing is great right now. I love it. No, Donaldson was 16. 15 was Puig. How could we forget Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So it was Puig. I didn't play much of 15. I really didn't play Diamond Dynasty. I don't like none of that. I just kind of played Road to the Show and a little bit of Franchise. And then in 16, I started playing Road to the Show, but I was like, okay, this is boring hitting 500. Let's play this shit in a higher difficulty. And by the end of the 16's runtime, I was playing Road to the Show on Legend. Um, Jesus. Because why wouldn't I? Uh, 17 came out, and I did more of the same Road to the Show. I didn't wasn't too, too into it. Uh, at the end of 17, I got into some Diamond Dynasty, though. You know, start, that's where really when I started to play. So Franchise didn't hit you. I didn't really touch Franchise too much. It, it wasn't really for me. I started a few, but I'd never get more than, like, three games in. It just didn't hold my attention. I feel it. I always heard people like a lot, like people that enjoy it, love it, but everyone's just like, dude, can we get an upgrade to it? But I'm like, I mean, that's a yeah. niche audience because, I mean, everyone's on Diamond Dynasty. I mean, right. that's you got to focus on Diamond Dynasty if you're trying to grow the game. Maybe some Road to the Show stuff. But, um, Road to the Show was fire. No, I ain't gonna lie. For like mm. the early game, at least. Right. But, um, no, so in 17, the end of that, I started getting into some Diamond Dynasty. Um, I don't remember how far I got. I didn't really get a good team. Again, I was just kind of playing casually. Got to keep in mind, the show 17, I'm 13 years old. You know, I'm not really getting too <laughs> You said in 17, you were how old, my good sir? I was 13. I'm born 04. Jesus so Christ. I started playing when I was 11. I, I just want to uh, know how, like, this This comes back to one of the moments I'm going to ask you later on when we get to gaming, like, for real, for mm. real. Like, in 17, I think I was a year removed from moving into my first apartment. <laughs> Like like oh, like all it. the bills in my name, just me and my little dog. Just yes, that's insane. Go, go go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Uh, then so so eighteen was probably the worst possible year to get into Diamond Dynasty because of the Immortals and because of the stuff like that. Right. Um. Obviously, eighteen is by far unanimously the worst game to be part of the series. Um. But yeah, that's somehow what got me hooked. Uh, was the Immortals just absolutely ridiculous? Because I feel like like that's it, it, when I tell you a lot of people that's their 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 least favorite game. Like everyone's like, absolutely. oh, they're shitting on this one now, whatever. I'm like, well, it could be eighteen. Could like be 18. like this literally a running joke. The, the easiest way I can describe Immortals too. So you know, in this year's game, and it's been like this for a while, you can just go pick up a ninety nine. Maybe you do a couple moments, just buy them off the market. Yeah, you, know, you can come buy a ninety nine, right? Yeah. They were the by far best cards in the game to the point where you pretty much had to have them and they were the only usable cards that were in game and they were 
this might be an exaggeration, but 75 hours of a grind each. And you could only do one of them at a time. One at a time? Absolutely ridiculous. 75 yeah, hours? Bobbleheads? Like, you needed ugh. so many stubs to get these stupid bobblehead collectibles. And you would need to exchange like 500 of them to get like 2% of the thing done. It was, it was bad. It was bad. That is a huge L content wise. But um, no, I got the gameplay was was also not phenomenal. The thing, the really throwing off with the gameplay in eighteen was the meta was to sit off speed because okay. fastballs were so slow that you could adjust to them. Like casual players were having no problems hitting legend fastballs. Mm. So that that really got me into the game. Um. Like I said, in 18, I was I was starting to, like... I hit World Series. I was starting to, like, creep up into the top 50. Didn't really last too long up there. Right. Uh, ni- 19, I played a lot. Um, I didn't like playing Legend in 19, so I'd get to World Series, I'd stop, and I'd play BR. But I, I, I rocked out, like, 30 losses, something like that. So, I was doing okay in 19 for myself. And then 20, I was doing more of the same. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. And I was like, okay, I'm sick of BR. Let's play Legend. Let's see how far I can get up on Legend, like I did in 18. And that's when I started hitting, like, 1150, 1200 rating. Like, killing it in 20, COVID. Like, I was playing all day. I'd bring up my, my Zoom meeting for class. I'd turn my camera off, and I'd play MLB the show for a 13 to 14 hours a day. For <laughs> Like, there was no IRL baseball. I couldn't go see my friends. We were locked down. I was just playing MLB The Show. That's all I was doing. And I apologize for interrupting, whatever. I always get a little bit jealous or whatever when, like, the homies up north are like, oh, yeah, you know, I just had to be really in the house or whatever. Dude, they gave us, like, maybe 25 to 30 days at my job, and then I went right back to work like it was nothing. Ugh, that sounds terrible. I was like, so like, I was I'm in high school. Jo- like, when I tell people that, they look at me like, dude, there's no way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I wish. I had to go right back. I left high school my sophomore year. Well, we left in school, high school, my sophomore year, the beginning of it. And I didn't go back in person until like two months into my senior year. Jesus. It was a big problem. Um, At least you got the experience. I always, because I felt bad for like some of the kids where I'm like, oh, they probably didn't got the experience like, like prom and shit. Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. That, that's got to be brutal. But um, yeah, so we kicked it up, you know, uh, I maybe like fired up a couple streams in 20. Do you want me to save off on the streaming stuff? Is that a whole nother question? Do you want just gameplay right now? What are we talking um, about? But, but whichever one you want to go, whichever one you want to go. I'm going to ask about that in a second too, whatever, you know, okay, cool. so I'll, I'll, I'll go gameplay for now then. Right. Um, so then 21 came in and I was going hard. I was like, yeah. This is, I like this game. And so I was getting all the cards, you know, doing my thing, playing ranked. My record in 20 finished at like 300 and 100, which is deceiving. It is deceiving, because while that sounds good, I was like dodging games against top players, so I wouldn't have to play them. Like, I was actively in everybody's streams to make sure that they were in games, so I wouldn't have to play them, and I was just playing garbage compared to like guys that just don't play legend you know right fly and stuff so really wasn't that good and then at the end 
the 20, like, I, I would say halfway through the year of 21, I was like, okay, no more of that. We're going to play some monsters. And so that's when I started to, like, actually make top 50. More so top 75. I End of 21 is that streak where I finished 51st in the season, six seasons in a row. Jesus. Which is always a great time. People still refer to that to this day. And then in 22, I came out, gloves off, swinging. I was beating, you know, competitive players, Kreiner, Zazi. I was giving them games, and I was even pulling a few of them out. And that now we're where we are now. We're... Those are games where they're still scary to queue into, obviously. But, like, right. I, know I, can, I know I can beat them if I play well enough. It's not out of my skill to, to run into one of those games and win. <laughs> There's, there's so many stuff I just want to dissect right there. Whatever. I'm gonna start off with this one. So, um, top fifty. Have we ever gotten it? Like, what's the highest we've ever been up to? We get in the forties, the thirties. Right now, I'm seventh. <laughs> right, right now, I'm seventh. <laughs> that, that is. Yeah, I'm seventh. Holy shit! I checked uh, a little while ago. Okay. That's okay. So. This might sound like a crazy question, but I don't even – maybe in a way, because I feel like you've been explaining it as far as, like, you're just like, hey, I got bored doing this or whatever. The game was easy. You got on Legend. And then, you know, from there, just repetition, grinding, just learning the game. Like yeah. like, I, like when I hit you last week or whatever, and I'm like, yo, I've been – you know, I've been doing this or whatever. But, you know, like, right. hey, it, it, it takes a lot of time for this joint or whatever, especially for, like, you know, people, like I say, it's Xbox or whatever. We just got on this joint last year mm-hmm. or whatever. God knows or whatever. I'm like, I haven't seen a true Switch player because the people I've been seeing, like, oh, no, I'm going to buy it on the Switch, but they playing it from another console. Like, I probably know one dude who, oh, no, this is my very first year with 22 type person or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, dude, that's only because, like, he was like, Mook, I saw you. And I was like, I ain't like, that was kind of that was kind of cool. That, that's, that's, that's amazing or whatever. But <laughs> that's, I, it's, it's, it's insane for me to think about this or whatever. I guess... Okay, when was the first time you're like, yo, I'm pretty good at this. I'm smoking people on Legend, or you you beating them. You these gritty games, whatever. Where you're like, let me look. Oh man, when I started like really looking at the leaderboards and trying to push up, I mm-hmm. uh, I'd say right after the World Series ended last year, so 21, it was you know October, whatever it was. That's when I was really like, okay, these leaderboards are cool. I want to be up on these. These are awesome. But that almost screwed me over in a way, yeah. because it's October. A lot of like the good good players don't really play ranked anymore. All the tournaments are over. You know, a lot of the good good guys leave and stop playing the game. So while I was thinking, I was like, "Hey, I'm like 50th, give or take, in the world at at this shit." No, because as soon as 22 dropped and all these players came back, I was like 150. Mm. Like comparatively to what I was, I was down there. So I had to grind it right back up to get to where I am. When you're first hitting these levels or whatever, because I'm just going to get me in the stream a little bit as well. Um, are you playing on your TV? Is this on like, I know everyone talks about monitor. Like what, I got, a, I got a monitor in 18. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I used to play other games competitively before I got into competitive MLB the show. Yeah. So I, the monitor was definitely a thing for me. I played Rocket League at a very high level. Uh, Guitar Hero at a very high level. Okay. I played some Minecraft at, like, PvP Minecraft at a high level. So. Monitor for sure. 
Okay, I was I was about to ask that because I know everyone tells me like, yo, stuff's gonna change when you get a monitor or whatever. Like I I went from this 50 inch to a 32 inch or whatever, and then mm-hmm. back to 50. And they're like, yo, I'm telling you, like when you, when you get to that monitor, it's going to change your world. You're gonna eventually just adjust your eyes there, and it's gonna be better, or whatever. Like I I can imagine you think you can see it good on the 55, but as long as you're on TV or whatever, you're just gonna miss some stuff. Yeah, it's just how it is. It's, it's response time is what it is. Um. The best way to, like, really check, right, to, like, knock it down. I don't know if you've ever played these games. My dad had had me on them growing up, so I still enjoy them to this day. The cart, like, everybody's golf, hot shots golf. Like, golf games like that, where you get them, you know, time the bar down and then time it back when it gets back. The timing on that is so tight and precise that I was playing that game on a TV and switched mm-hmm. to the monitor. And I was, like, four seconds out in front of the bar. Like, way out there. And that's why I really noticed, like, oh, my gosh. If I press the button on a monitor, it's instant, like that. And if I'm on a TV, it delays it a little bit. I I, I, I get what you're saying there. Like, I've, I've heard the homie Andretti say stuff like, he grew up on Mike Tyson's punch out. And he's like, if you knew the timing with that game or whatever, like, MLB's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then, yeah. like, you know, like, I've... I've had nights or whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm not really feeling this no more. Whatever. Y'all want to watch me play Sonic, right? And even mm-hmm. that's an old school game. I'm like, if y'all knew, like, because they're like, dude, like, this joint is like, and I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I've never beaten this game, but like, these first couple of levels of Sonic, I know them like the back of my hand, and I know exactly just the timing with all of it or whatever. Yeah. But with it's... MLB, that's different because like, yo, you never know how the ball is going to move and stuff or whatever. But like, I always say, like, it, it's just, it's, it's times where you just got to, you know what I'm saying? And You'd be surprised. I think. There does get to a point where if you told a couple of these guys, like, it, like if you turned the monitor off, right, mm-hmm. and you were like 102 Legend Fastball, and you told them when it came out of the hand, they could time it up. Because they know it's the same timing. I promise you. A- a- answer this question for me or whatever, because you, you hit on a great point right there or whatever. I want to say one of the boys told me about this, like, the middle of the summer, right? Because mm-hmm. I just used to just wait for the ball and then just hit, right? Yeah. And, like, we're getting super nervous. Up. I love this shit right now. Um, I used to just wait for the ball to come. Bros was like, y'all, now nah, move. Like, watch. Watch his hand. Like, watch as soon as the pitch is released and just track that shit. Thank me later. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. And sometimes it works. Other times I'm like, no, 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 you're doing too much or whatever. Just kind of, you know, ease off a little whatever. But I'm like, it, it's something I never would have honestly thought of. So you saying that sometimes you're like you're cool with it, and sometimes you're like, hey, you gotta ease it down. Yeah. That depends on the pitcher entirely. Every pitcher's in relief release. Yeah. It it will be consistent from pitcher to pitcher. Like Randy, you need to watch it out of the hand. A guy like Cole Hamels, where his hand moves so fast, you're trying to watch his whole arm. Have you trained your eyes to? I mean. Playing for so long, whatever, I'm pretty sure it ain't like, let's be real or whatever, besides certain pitchers, this will come up or whatever, we get, like, essentially some of the same, like, old school Hall of Fame guys, like, every year, you know? Yeah. Have you, you trained your eyes to be like, okay, I know what kind of pitch or what type of style I'm about to get here with. Absolutely. That's why Randy is so dominant this year, because nobody's seen him. And that's why that Corey Kluber that came out was nasty on paper. Last year or this year? Because I heard last year's Kluber was pretty good, too. Last year's Kluber was pretty good, but I think last year's Kluber was the last year where, like, he really overstayed his due. Same thing with Corbin. We've seen Corbin for, like, three years. 
He's not fooling anybody anymore. It doesn't matter how good. He, you could give us a max Corbin Burns. 125 everything. Even stats that don't go to 125. Give it give it to him. But if it's Corbin, we've all seen him. We're going to hit him. I, also, I never trust someone without a straight-up fastball. I get you got that cutter. Give me a fastball, dog. What are we doing? Yeah. No, it's you. It's really surprising, but you do. That fastball can uh, carry you as far as tunneling goes. It's huge. Now, I finally also, I want to say it was either late last year or early this year, whatever, realized what tunneling is. Now, you were a pitcher. Yeah. Would you say, like, in, you know, just playing the game or whatever, like, you're a better pitcher, hitter, or both? I pride myself in being one of the better pitchers in the top out of the top players, um, for sure. I'm an okay hitter. Uh, lately, I've been hitting, like, 320 on the season. Which is, you know, solid, but not it's nothing compared to guys like Ty and Manic who are batting like three ninety. Alex. Alex has is still using that like eighty eight Jock Peterson on his bench and he has almost seven hundred at bats of them and he's still batting five ten. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, guys like that who are just hitting machines. <sighs> I get a mercy every now and then, I'll mercy a guy, but really I just I hold people to under five and just out hit them that way. It's kinda my game plan. Do people have people gotten to the point now where they see your name and everything, and they're like, ah, shit, I ain't trying to play Dan. Yeah, and they back as up? recently as this season, if you look at my, my game log, you'll see 0-0 zero, zero games that I won in the first because people, they don't even send friendly. They just quit. <laughs> they just Man. quit. Um, before I get into just a kind of with the other stuff, whatever, like, I guess the circuits and all that kind of stuff and everything in tournaments, um, mm-hmm. Do you mainly stay more in ranked or whatever, or sometimes you go up to BR, but like, you know, I'm going to actually flawless your ass now too, or how's that work? I, I exclusively play ranked. The only times I've played BR are when Kluber dropped because I wanted Kluber, so I went flawless there. And nice. like the beginning of the year when I needed Randy and like Brett, because I mean, it's a, good, it's a good way to get stubs. Other than that, like I don't play BR just because for the sake of playing BR. If I need stubs, it's a... If you're good enough at the game and can consistently go 12 and out, it's a great way to get stubs. So it's probably the most efficient way unless you want to sit on the market and flip cards. But that's terrible. I feel that. I feel that because I feel like lately, whatever, people used to look at me crazy because I was like, no, I want a ranked game. Like, I want to use my team that I've grinded for and, like, put yeah. it against somebody else's grinded team or whatever compared to, oh, shit, you got lucky and pulled a, you know what I'm saying, like a 99 Ken Griffey or whatever, the Takashi, mm. compared to my best diamond could probably be, like, I don't know, like 97 somebody, you know? I love that aspect of BR, though. So this this will so like a segue right into one of the things I do yeah. talk about that I did. Just using weird-ass cards that nobody uses. Like, Alan Trammell. Nobody would have thought Alan Trammell's a monster. But I'm telling you, he's got, Is he a monster? got some pop. He's got some pop. That gold Alan Trammell, I think I have like 18, 19, maybe 20 home runs <laughs> on that card. Now, now I, I saw that to say, too, now. There's nights where I'm just like, hey, I don't got time for all this or whatever. Give me events. Events probably like three innings or whatever. Give yeah. me BR. I used to say last year or early this year, like, yo, events is for goons. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you're getting a lot better. Just play those goons. Bump it. You, you're not going to get better not that's playing the goons. a huge point of what I try to make. And that's I yeah. think that's what really jumped me from that end of 21 into going into 22. I, was, I just played them. I didn't take friendlies. I knew I was going to get stomped. But I'm not going to get better unless I do get stomped. I need to see these guys. I need to see how they play. I need to, I need to gauge where I need to be. One thousand, man. Um, 
even talking about like because you got me like with that Alan Trimble now that's kind of funny or whatever. Um, of course I'm gonna ask you a little bit like just like another second or whatever like what's some of your favorite cards you've had or whatever throughout maybe this year last year whatever it's you know, throughout the games. But um, I always say like you know just kind of like sometimes when I play BR or whatever who are those kind of like more Alan Trimble players or whatever that you like oh I like this guy because I've I've always said now I don't think it's a known like it's not a a big secret anymore yeah. everyone was like yo ian hop bro every time you see ian hop like, right. like somebody got me on him they're like yo trust yeah, there's guys like, later you know, with ian hop like reese yeah. hoskins you know yeah. uh, you know eugenio that silver ryan howard you know the traditional answers i could give you or i could sit here and actually give you some answers that might surprise you as to cards that are stupid good for no apparent reason and Hit that's me with exactly him. Do. sam hilliard I think he's a bronze right now. Sam Hilliard is pretty much a must-draft for me whenever he comes up. Uh, let's see. Ryan O'Hearn was great. Okay. Mike Moustakis, even though his card sucks, still hits like he does in previous years. Um, Everybody knows Mondesi. Yeah. Longoria is probably my favorite silver card in the game. Okay. Like, it's not even close. Um... So I don't know if this is something you wanted to bring up. Yeah. I don't even know if you know this, because it did blow me up a little bit, but people don't really know it. I went undefeated to World Series on a fresh account with a team of all silvers, including pitchers. <laughs> okay. What? Well, how did you come up with this? I did this purely in spite of idiots in my TikTok comments who were like, this kid's only top 50 because he has the best cards in the game. And you can only win if you spend hundreds of dollars to get the good cards in the game. And I was like, okay, so one, it's not pay to win. It's just not. And two, I'm going to prove to all you guys that you don't need good cards. Skill will prevail. You will win if you're better most of the time. So I just I threw a team of silvers together and I was like, yeah, okay, we're doing this. We're going to World Series. People wanted to try. People wanted me to try to take it to top fifty, and I was like, oh, guys, I guess I don't know if I can hit on legend with silvers. I won't lie. That's that's some demon shit. If I match up with you know like Kreiner or Zazi or somebody like that with all silvers, right? That's a mercy, ten thousand percent. It's gonna dot you to hell, like good lord. There would be a huge amount of luck in who I would play to get me to top fifty with that team. I would have to play nobody good somehow. I just I'd have to let the bar fly and hopefully I play six fifties. Everything you're telling me right now, whatever, and uh, like I, I'm honestly just like be be for real right here, whatever. It reminds me of like last year when I was first getting into the game. Like I was deep hitting like 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 I, I told you I wasn't using pinpoint yet, mm-hmm. and I was still doing directional hitting for God's sakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Literally, I, I was I was that guy for like a whatever. Like they, I had to get out of all of this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. And my buddy, like, you know, he'd been playing the game for years or whatever. He was like, yo, I'm not going to use my God squad on you. I'm going to use, like, it was, like, middle of the years. I'm going to use my red steam team or whatever. Right. And I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he still smoked me. And I'm just like, oh, and he's like, dude, I mean, the cards are one thing, whatever. He's like, when you get better, I mean, it'll, it'll show. And I'm like, yeah. damn. I mean, that's honestly, I mean, I, mean, I don't think you're being, like, some people are like, oh, like, Darren's being cocky. I'm like, no, it's not being cocky. It's just skill at the end of the day. Like, come yeah, on, be real. It, at the end of the day, it's just showing that you can do stuff with cards that not everybody is. I, I still use the uh, 99 Joe Morgan that came into the game. He has been my second baseman for a minute now because okay. 
I mean, he's objectively just not that good, but, you know, I like using <laughs> weird cards like that. My whole thing last year was when I started streaming. I wanted to stand out. Okay. So I was, like, actively pushing into the top 50 with Gold Will Smith as my catcher. Like, just legit playing. Normal team, but I had Gold Will Smith back there, and he was still hitting, like, 280. And I think I finished the year with it. He had his home runs reset at one point, so it was over 250. It had to have been, like, 280-something home runs. Uh, let me ask that and everything, because you just brought it up right there, whatever. I get right back into, you know, just, like, the top 50 stuff and everything. So I was going to ask, what... How long have you known about Twitch, and when was the moment where you're like, yo, I think I can stream this joint? Uh, I had known about Twitch for a long time, obviously. I, it was never really my thing. I didn't really watch streams, to be honest with you. Right. Uh, I was kind of a YouTube guy, but even then, I didn't really go too much on YouTube. I was not one to sit still and watch somebody play the damn game. I was like, I want to be the one playing the damn game. Right. Um. But from a, so from a super young age, like even just playing like Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii, like when I was little, it was like my favorite thing when my friends watched me play video games and were like in awe of what I could do. Right. So that translated super, super well into me being like, hey, I could stream. And now all of the time people watch me play video games. That's like a dream. All of the time. Like, this is great. So that's really what I, what I started with that. I will say, like, whenever I first um, found you and everything, or I guess, you know what I'm saying, I, want, I can't remember who it was exactly, but it was it was a raid. I do recall that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, we raid to the homie Dan. Like, you guys, he's, he's one of the best players in the world or whatever. Da, da, da. And, like, you're just locked in, and you're kicking ass. So like, oh, yo, dope raid or whatever. Da, da, da. Boom, all right, we just hit a home run, guys. I'm like, what the fuck just happened right there? I mean, I'm, I'm being so serious. I was like, I was like, oh, so they're not joking about this guy. Like, okay, yeah, you know, my so in like, I don't want to come off as like just attempting to be humble, but like in a way, there is such like I don't feel like I'm that good at the game comparatively to my buddies because I I hang around like you know the top top guys, right? And they're so much better than me. Like if you think I'm good. Like, that top 15 to 20 guys in the community are so far ahead of everybody as far as skill goes. Like, those tournament players, Kreiner, TJ, Ty, Manic, um, obviously Zazie, Izzy. These are guys that if they are locked in, guys like me have no chance to beat. Not a shot. They're that much better than the rest of us. I, I learned something today, whatever, because I want to say one of the homies got me on Zazie maybe like a month and a half, maybe two months ago. Zazie's deceivingly good. You watch him play on stream, and obviously he's still good on stream, obviously. Yeah. But when when he's not trying to read chat and be a streamer, when he just yeah. walks in and plays the game to win, right? he's like three times as good. It's horrifying. I tell people that all the time or whatever. And, like, like, of course, you you get this and everything. And, like, the people in the community get it. But, like, when you get, like, the the other person who doesn't really play the game and everything. And it's like, dog, it's a lot to, like, read and then do this or whatever. And then, like you said, it's timing and stuff like that or whatever. And then imagine, like, I tell people all the time, I'm, like, half the time with this, I'm inebriated. I'm a different player off stream. I'm telling you, if you match up with me, 
and I'm not streaming. Yeah. I am. I, I am most likely, unless I'm like watching a playoff game or whatever. Right. Locked in because I need a win. That's one and of my funniest things. It's so I, different. I can't remember who it was or whatever, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm going to get such and such or whatever." Wait, is he streaming? Oh, he's he's not. Nope, we're quitting out. Nope, not, I'm not going through this. Yeah, no. Nope. <laughs> I was like, no. Oh shit. Like, oh my god. Like, is that serious? He's like, nah, dude, Mookie, you don't get it. This guy's nasty. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take your word. Trust. Yeah, no shot. That's I. So I used to do. That reminded me of, of some how I tried to grow my stream. It worked to a point. Hit me. I would literally snipe huge streamers with Twitch in my my team name. To get myself out there. Okay. I would do it. I wouldn't, like, snipe pitches, obviously, and, like, be a douche about it. But I would get into games against some big dudes. I think I... I don't know if he still has VODs out, but from last year, even the year before, I think I played Quash Tag, like, once a month. Like, I was always in there. I could never snipe Kyle or AJ. I really wanted to get those guys. Couldn't get it. Right. Um... Ochev, I friendly with Ochev all the time. I don't really snipe him. I we just happen to be playing at the same time. And when you get to a certain point, there's only a certain pool of players that you match up with. Right. So you know stuff like that. And then like it gets to the point where like also like you've been naming or whatever. Like you guys just kind of all know each other because it's like okay we're we're all up here. Yeah, uh, you get to a point where like it's pretty much the only thing we play. I played Zazi about eight times in a week one time like. We, just because we our streaming schedules were the exact same. So we were always on the game. And when you were right. that high, we were both like 11.50. It was inevitable that we are going to match up. Mm. Every time. Mm-mm-mm. I want to say as far as like at least still with the show, whatever. Um, one of the last things I'm going to ask you here, whatever, of course. Um, sure, sure. At least, at least with, at least with just, just this game, whatever. And I have about maybe two more before we get to these series. Um. It's, it, it sounds like a dumb question or whatever. I don't even like to say nothing's a dumb question because you got to ask and everything. But, like, what's some, you know, people always have their tips and stuff or whatever, man. What what What's what's Dirty Dan's tips as far as, like, hey, how are you, you going to get top 50 in the world? I'd be remiss mental. if I didn't ask. Absolutely mental. There is a point where it's like, hey, mechanically, I got to move the PCI and get it on the ball and whatnot. Right. But um, I'm going to use Kreiner. As, I keep bringing up Kreiner. He's unbelievable i'm gonna right. use him as an example here he doesn't stream often but if he does stream watch him play i watched that man hitting the four straight in a row perfect perfect outs he didn't he didn't bat an eye it was just like i know i'm making good swings eventually shit's gonna go my way and so it becomes a, a an issue of once you get to the skill level that you want need or want to be at you have that mental roadblock of the game's screwing me. Whatever's happening. If you can get past that and just not care, do just don't care and continue to play and have fun, you will do better. Absolutely. And on the other side of the mental coin there is you can do it below legend. It's possible. Right. Um, but once you get to legend, there's v- very few, only a couple of guys I know that just react to shit and hit it. You need to be actively thinking, hey, Last time I was in a 1-1 count, he went cutter outside. Let's sit on it. Every time I've been 0-2, he throws some some slider down and away. Some garbage like that. He's starting every at-bat to righties with an inside sinker. I'm sitting on it. Stuff like that. Because you're not just going to react to the pitch. 
There's no way. You need to have an active thought of this is what I want. And if you're not picking up pitcher tendencies, you got to cut the plate into thirds. Jimmers taught me this. And it was, if this pitch isn't on the inner third of the plate, I'm mm-hmm. not swinging at it. I'll take a strike. I don't care. Because you need to be good enough to, to hit with two strikes. I don't care about taking a strike. I'm still at the plate. That's all that matters. I'm still a threat to go deep right now. If it's on the outer third, I'm not swinging. Stuff like that. Okay. It's a mental game. It's more of a mental game than anything. I have li- I've heard that before, and at one point I didn't get it, but I was like, oh, no, no, no. I get what he's saying, because, like, yo, you start to get in your head, like, oh, shit, I can't. Like, I'm not going to be able to hit this, da, 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 da. And I even remember probably, like, when I told you, I was um, still on directional hitting or whatever. Once somebody finds out, oh, this dude don't really hit this or whatever. Like, me, I'm one to, like, kind of just, I'm going to switch up pitches or whatever. Mm-hmm. When people figure out, you know, okay, he's just not going to fucking touch this fastball. This one dude just like, fastball, switch something, fastball, fastball, yeah. fastball. Like, I'm going to keep spamming because you're not going to hit it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, nobody makes an adjustment. Annoying, but damn, I'm like, yo, I mean, I get it for their state too. It's like, oh. Yeah. I'll do, I'll, sometimes I'll even do it on streaming. Like, if I'm playing, you know, a guy who's probably not that good at the game, and I'm just spamming off speed shit outside and in the dirt. And somebody's like, hey, how come you're not mixing up your pitches, like, at all? I'll be like, you know, I'll I'll have like an eight nothing lead or whatever, and I'll be like, this is why, and I'll throw him an up and in fastball and he'll he'll hit it 480 feet because <laughs> he's, he's been waiting on that pitch all game, expecting right. me to mix up my pitches. No, I'm just gonna keep it on that slider. Absolutely. Um, th- this question is gonna be a little bit different. Everything, man. This is something before we get to like a series. I ask all the people or whatever. Sure. Um. Of course, we 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 know you as the show, you know, uh, the show streamer, whatever, top fifty in the world and everything. H- have you streamed um any more games, and are you interested potentially in streaming any other games besides the show? Um, it depends on where I get. Uh, I've I've played a little bit of Minecraft every now and then, just because sometimes the game gets stale. I if I do switch it up, it'll it's like in the dead of winter when the game's already dead. Right. Uh. I don't have the fan base to where I can just switch games and people will still watch me play said game, especially right. being known as a competitive player in this game. I'll get 25 average viewers playing MLB The Show, maybe 30. If I switch uh, to Minecraft, I've I've gotten three or four. Like, it tanks. It tanks hard. And uh, I don't really care about it to that point to where I would sacrifice my mental health pushing myself to play MLB The Show. Right. Views. But there is a point where, like, you almost spoil yourself. You're like, hey, my chat's moving. And then you go play Minecraft, and I'm like, well, now I'm just kind of playing the game, and nobody, like, what's the point of streaming right now? I'm just really watching, like, and I don't I don't care enough to grow in that field. Right. I'm streaming it right now. I want to grow, and I'm going to be the show. And, you know, you see guys like Kyle and AJ and Ocheb switch up their games. They have a fan base to where they can switch up their games and still be successful. They're they're big enough to do that. Us low to mid tier streamers are not. That's real. That's one thousand. If you want to grow in streaming, you got to You got to stick to what you know and make good content out of that. You will never. Well, very rarely. I will, I'll. I'm not gonna say never, but you. It's infinitely harder to grow as a variety streamer than it is as somebody who just plays a game and is either good at it or funny or like does something with that game 
that's that's one thousand. I've had variety streamers up here, and they're just like, "Yo, people get to know you for this game, and you you want to play something else." And they're like, "Yo, but I came to you for this," and it's like, "Yo, people yeah. like their stuff, dog, or they like you doing that stuff." I mean, right? Sometimes they like you, and sometimes they're like, "Oh no, you play this, dog." You know? It takes a special special type of entertaining personality to be a successful variety streamer. One thousand, man. And you got to know your limits, like. I crack a funny joke here and there. I'm not a hilarious human being, you know. I can't <laughs> go out and play these games. Like that's not me. I don't. I don't do that. Right. That's right. Not where I am. So many people. I don't want this to come out wrong, but yeah, they think of themselves too highly. You you gotta obviously push for things in your life, but you also gotta know what you're capable of at the moment. You can grow yourself to be more capable of those things. But you can't just walk into something and expect to be the best at it. Especially not day one, guy. Good lord. Right. Like, so many people I see try that. I'm like, it's just not going to work, man. It's not going to work. We've all been through those days or whatever of, like, yo, you know, you just playing to, like, yourself and maybe, like, hitting your homies up to watch you, whatever. Yeah. I mean, so I, was, so I didn't get a viewer viewership going for a long time. Just didn't really matter, you know? Like, I didn't care. So here's the moment, man, where I, I start to just feel really old and everything. And I'm like, wait, you were how old playing this? Jesus Christ. Um, we have yeah. a series of questions we ask all the homies whenever they get up here and everything, just to really get to know you as a gamer and everything in particular. Sure, sure. So the first of these, what was the first video game you can remember playing in the console it was on? I played Guitar Hero on the PS2. I am so glad that you went came back to that and everything. So I was gonna ask you whatever if not. So you played the OG Guitar Hero one or whatever, or were we talking yeah, like Guitar Hero one, Guitar Hero two, Guitar Hero three, Rock the eighties, Aerosmith, the Metallica one sucked. Whoa, you, you like the Metallica one? It was a bad game. The music was fine, but it was a bad game. Maybe I was just obsessed with the music. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started off with three, and then um. God, Aerosmith, uh, was it World Tour? Yeah, World Tour. I went back and copped um, two. Two's great. Two and three are probably the best ones. Rock the 80s insane. is also good. Yes. Three, three is 80s. the best. Three is the best. I, I got to go three. Yeah, I, I literally played three at somebody's house, fell in love with it, went and bought it myself. And then by the time I got my PS3, I said, I'm going to switch it up, got Rock Band, and then I think that's when I got Metallica as well. Mm, I, I like, so I play the real guitar as well. Okay, so nice. I, I just play an expert, and like my goal is to 100% songs, full combo, don't miss a note. That was my goal. So I, that's what I like to do. So I just played like tournaments and stuff in Guitar Hero 3. On the 360, I think is when I was really getting into tournaments. That was, that was like my big first step in, in gaming. That's funny you even said that with the 360 or whatever, because that kind of leads into my next question. Now, I don't even feel like I should bring up one of these because around someone your age, I feel mad old when I say it. Do you know what a Sega Genesis is? Yeah, my dad has all of his old consoles. Damn it. OK, that's great, because I'm swear some people have been like, Mookie, what in the fuck is a Sega? And I'm like, you don't remember the Genesis? <laughs> the Dream Maybe the Dreamcast? Like what? Am I just that washed? Um, they're, I think they're all. My dad goes through these spurts where he just, like, man-childs it for a little bit and brings yeah. out all the old systems. I'm pretty sure they're all hooked up in the living room right now. They still have the TV to hook them up? Oh, yeah. No, Do they even work everything. with the new TVs or whatever? Because you got to have, no. like... No, he's got a man cave with all the old stuff in that basement. 
Jeez. He is a man child. Me and so I only live with me and my dad and my grandma. Yeah. It's the only family I have. So, you know, we're tight. And right. Yeah, I wouldn't want it any other way. My dad is a man child and it's perfect. It's so hey, that's why my room is the way I want it to be, you know, like I there's a big flag over there with Benjamin Franklin on it and in quotes it says tax this dick. I can, I can have that stuff. Um, with that one being said, I'm not even going to ask about the Sega. So between Nintendo, Sony, or Microsoft, if you had to choose one for the rest of your life, which one are you picking? Uh, unfortunately, I still have to go with Nintendo. I, I grew up in Nintendo. Uh, they did send me a cease and desist. Or, sorry, that was Nickelodeon. What am I on right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm off. Holy. But, um, no, still. Yeah, I gotta go Nintendo. Hey, bro, don't be shocked. Nintendo is a like I hear people talk about PlayStation, Xbox, the entire episode, guy, and then they like, yo, Nintendo is my childhood. I'm like, oh, that's fast, bro. Nobody knows this because I don't stream it, but I like attempt to competitively competitively speedrun Super Mario Bros. like the original. I about to say if you was gonna say Pokemon or whatever, I was gonna say you don't want no smoke when Stadium One and Two drop. Uh, yeah, you won't even, you want, might not I even been no born smoke. yet. Absolutely not. I'm I'm copping the new one. I'm excited. I cannot wait. Um, up next for you, man, what is a popular game that you can admit to never play? Pretty much all of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Call of Duty. Whoa, what, whoa, wait, yeah. whoa, what? Yeah. You just miss out or you just said I'm not really into it? Like, it's not my thing. Grand Theft Auto never played it. You get it. Okay, no, you, you literally messed up. What about what? Nah, for real. I literally only play MLB The Show. I played Rocket League and Guitar Hero and Minecraft, and those are written like some Mario. And that's about it. You know, I'm going to have to flip up a question just for that, but damn. um, I, I, You know, I, I respect it. No judgment here. Um, Okay. So I, might... I just didn't like to bounce games. I was right, so right. focused on. But the thing is, these games that I do play. Right. I'm damn near the top 1% in most, if not all of them, because I they're all I play. You found your niche and you stuck to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to ask, I'm going to switch it up just for you, whatever person is. This, this, you know, like right on the head right here, man. But, um, okay, before I get to that one, have you played fighting games growing up? Not really. I've played them, <laughs> but I never, like, played them extensively at all. I played okay. a little bit of Street Fighter. I was, was Street Fighter actually had to do with some of that or whatever, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna switch this up. These next two up just for you. This, sure, this sure. is a this is a this is a new one right here. Hold on, I won't even ready for this. Let's do it. If you had to choose between Guitar Hero, two, three, Rock the '80s, World Tour, or Aerosmith, which one are you choosing? Well, I'm taking three. I think there's so much that you can do with three. Especially the bonus tracks in that game. There's a lot. Bonus tracks were fire or whatever. Give me Ruby. Still buffing Ruby to this day. Absolutely. It took me almost... I'd say almost 200 hours of practice to full combo through the fire and the flames on Expert. You... Oh, no. You're one of those. Bump that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I... Once I put my mind to something, it's happening. There's no way it's not happening. Dan, I'm not gonna hold you, man. I'm, I mean, even thinking about that or whatever is also like crazy. But and I, I'll tell you this and everything. Um, Guitar Hero was one of the things that honestly got me on rock music. 
Yeah, uh, I listen to all kinds of music. I don't really listen to country. It's kind of like the only thing that I stay away from. Yeah, it's just preference. Thank you. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm surrounded by it living down here or whatever. But I'm like, no, it, like, because I mean, I always heard stuff or whatever here and there, or whatever. You know, you hear things and everything, but just like, yeah. I really didn't grow up on it or whatever. But it was like playing right. the game, so I'm just like. Oh no, nah, this shit kind of fire, like or you know, this yeah. thing, like this is this, and homies is playing stuff. So, I'm like, this is he. My dad's a big punk rock guy. My dad absolutely okay. loves like weird niche punk rock stuff. So I kind of my big thing now is I grew to like the pop punk era of stuff. So like neck deep stuff like, like Good Kid. Oh my god, I've been on this tear lately. Where I've been listening to like Good Kid like fucking six hours a day. Oh my goodness, if you don't know who Good Kid is, go listen to their shit. That's unreal stuff. Okay. I respect it and everything, too, because I always say, like, you know, um, not really my dad. Well, of course, we listen to my parents' music or whatever, being in the car and everything. Yeah. But, like, I'm the youngest of, you know, like, boys and then whatever. So, like, you mm-hmm. know, I had, you know, big brothers, big cousins or whatever. So, like, they played all of that stuff for me or whatever. So I have the appreciation of, like, the, you know, the 80s R&B and rock and right? hip-hop and yeah. shit or whatever and alternative stuff or whatever. And then, of course, Even all the 90s hip-hop. Like, yes. Yeah, my, my walk-up song in high school was Walk by Pantera. Was that guitar hero too? Yes. I want to say it was too. Oh, fucking classic. Absolute classic. Um, This next question for you here, man, just exclusively for you on this one, bro. What is they – they can be the same or different. You tell us. Yeah. What is the best and or your favorite Mario game? Ooh. I put you on the spot here. You want yeah. I look you ready for it? I had to be Best ready. Mario game. It can't be any of the new ones. The new ones are too marketed towards kids. They're too easy. They're not one one thousand. They make they make shit easy for the kids and they're like, well, they're kid games. I'm like, hey, yeah. but when we were growing up, y'all made us fucking play. Right. So that's what I'm saying. But like the thing with the new Mario games is I think best Mario game has to be either one or two of the Mario makers. Because you can make some absurd shit in that. Mario Maker is like a gold mine for difficult content, which is what I love. I love challenging myself. Right. But as far as my personal favorite Mario game, Super Mario Brothers 2, but the, J- the Japanese version, or in American, Lost Levels. Oh, I've heard of this. Okay. Yeah. It it was so absurdly difficult at the time that they they made a whole nother Super Mario Bros. 2 for Americans. And that was that was only released in Japan. It's mm. so hard. It's absurdly difficult. Like when you were talking about like YouTube earlier and everything, like you know, you just never really like sat down. Like, bro, I would have moments where I'm like, okay, I'm bored, and I would just have like these like YouTubers and bloggers and yep. shit or whatever. And just like crazy. there was a certain guys or whatever, and like it was one or two in particular, and they talked about that exact game, and I'm like, that sounds insane and not something I want to do. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm it's good. Brutal. I I have my Switch right here. I brought it up like a couple weeks ago just so I can start practicing more in that specific game. I feel it, man. I the Switch is also fire. I ain't gonna hold nobody. The Switch like, is fire. I, like I bought mine like, last year for my birthday. Best investment ever. Oh yeah. yeah, I play. I use my Switch a lot. Like how early we were talking about like you know like your girl being right around or whatever. Mine's around. Like when it's like okay yeah like I can't just can't take control of the TV and play the show or whatever. I just grab mm-hmm. the switch yeah just throw on some random Pokemon Arceus or something you know real yeah, quick like it works. Never lets me down. No, it never does. This next one man, um, what's a popular game that you hate and or it just lets you down? Halo. 
I don't know why. I don't know what the big deal with Halo. Is. I'm not a Halo guy, bro. Dan is just sniping this episode. I love it. Absolutely. I I'm not a fan of Halo. Like I don't even understand. Like, so one of my closest friends in real life is like the biggest Halo guy of all time. Mm-hmm. Like there was one time where we went out to dinner and he spent the entire dinner. Nobody even asked him. He just explained all of the lore of Halo. Big, big watching time. the TV show that's on Paramount Plus, guy. Yeah, pretty much. Just a weirdo. Like, I don't know. I love the kid to death. Question, do you still have an Xbox now? I have a 360 in the other room. Okay, I, I was going to say, they have, um, that, they have that uh new Halo. I have actually, I still have it downloaded. I played it a couple of times or whatever. They have that new Halo, whatever. Like, it, the, the multiplayer is free, but the campaign cost. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, Um, Halo Infinite. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, not for me, but that, that's an interesting marketing strategy. People shat on it or whatever, but I mean, I was like, dude, this is a free people game shit to play on with the homies. That's no matter what game you're playing, people are going to shit on it. You, make a, yeah. you could make a, an objectively perfect ideal game, and people will, will be shitting on it. Yeah, because that was destroying it, and I'm just like, dude, I don't have to play for the multiplayer to, like, hang out with my homies in the Xbox party and just, like, shoot each other all night. This is great, you know? What are we right. talking about? Um, the opposite of that last question. What's the underrated game that you love? People have not heard of this game. Hit me, bro. And I completely forgot about it until now. But I have hundreds of hours in it. Spelunky. It is this. It it's so essentially there's a, a there's like how do I even explain Spelunky to people? Okay. <sighs> I'll give you like. Hmm. How do I even go about it? Like, su- okay. Vertical scrolling, but super old school Mario. Okay. But it's unbelievably fucking difficult. I like games like that where they're just so hard. That's my cup of tea. I, I like to challenge myself into doing things that by no means should be possible. Like, to beat Spelunky 2 at yeah. the highest, like, to get all the way through the game at the final ending, the true ending, it is an eight-hour run that you cannot pause. I'm going to send you a video after we finish this. You can fuck up this. one time, and you uh-huh. die five and a half hours in, and you have to restart at the beginning. Okay, no, no, that, 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 would, that would annoy me. I would probably quit and never, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shoot you a video whenever we finish this or whatever. Have you ever heard of Super Ghost and Ghouls? I've heard of it. Haven't checked oh, it out. So I'm pretty sure whatever it's part of the free part or whatever. If you just have it online on your Switch or whatever, mm-hmm. it's part of the I think either uh, NES or SNES joint on the Switch. Yeah, it is up there, and I'm gonna shoot you the video or whatever. So like, you could watch the dude play it, or you could just jump right into it yourself or whatever. I yeah. heard like the second version is a lot better, but the first version from like maybe '87 or '91 is almost impossible. That's exactly what I want. So, like, I'm going to just shoot you that and be like, hey, you know, like, yo, moot challenge me or whatever, bump it. Like, I, I'm, here's, yeah, like, 17 hours of my life. Yeah, um, I, if if I find the game even mildly enjoyable and it's that difficult, I will devote so much time to beat it just so I can say I did it. I respect that in the day, you know? Yeah. That goes back to what I did with the Silver Team and it will be the show. I just like doing things that are so absurdly difficult that nobody would even think to try it. 
I hope you're not like me with this next one or whatever, man, but I am terrible for this and everything, and I'm trying to get better, but, hey, you know, life has challenges on all of us. Oh, yeah. What's a game that you loved but you've never finished? I don't think there is one, if I'm being honest with you. I will just, I mean, I don't know. I sit through it and I do it. There's been, like, niche challenge runs that I try on games that I have not finished. Uh, it, it is what some of those did, because I mean, trust I can respect. I am I am big on start for something or whatever, and it's like, oh, I'm in MLB now, whatever. Never come back to it. Hence yeah, Final um, Fantasy 10 and 15. I tried Spelunky 2 teleporter runs. Um, I tried glitchless Super Mario runs that I get, did. You know, see, so, yeah, I tried a freeze ray run in Spelunky 2. I tried a no gold collecting run in Spelunky 2. Um, I did have a project in MLB The Show I did for a little bit where I tried to make World Series with a Guitar Hero controller. Uh, we got to what? <laughs> what? We got, we, yeah, it, it didn't work out. It was janky, and it didn't really work all the time, and sometimes the controller would just bug out and stop functioning. But when it was working, it was not awful, but it, it just didn't really work. I had to, like open up the dongle, which is the part that goes into your, your PlayStation, and, like, actually fuck around with the wires to, like, make it properly function. Right. It was something. That, it that, was, that's incredible. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, it was its own, like, electrical challenge that I just didn't really get into. I, like, know a little bit of electrical stuff because my dad's an electrician. Okay. So, like, I have a room right there with, like, a huge-ass TV and surround sound and shit like that. Not because we're rich and we can do that, but because we know how to do it ourselves. Now, nah, look, that's a move, bro. Trust, I get that. Bro, it's use what you have, you know. My my here, I'll show it to you on camera. My like ring light that I use for stream is an right. old fireman's light that I just hung up. Also, that Squidward uh, pose. Uh, it's so good, right? Incredible. I have this axe. Oh, it's not gonna show. There it is, axolotl poster too. Ah, that's fire! I got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I work hard on the on stuff like that. I, I'm a big like I put my mind to it guy, and no matter how difficult or dumb it is, I will finish it one way or another. I truly respect that, man. You you're gonna love these next two, whatever. Especially, matter of fact, I'm gonna switch them up also just for this whatever because we gotta hear this last one or whatever last or second to last for you. Um, yeah, sure. Let's get into this or whatever next. Um, what would you say is your Mount Rushmore of gaming? Like, they could be individual games, they could be series, but, like, Dirty Dan, 7, 6, 8, and, like, you know, you're, you're, you're four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so, like, just the hardest shit that I've managed to complete. Hey, whichever way you want to do it, you know? Hardest shit that I've managed to complete was absolutely uh, currently being number seventh. Um, but outside of that, the eight-hour Spelunky 2 run was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, I have close to the amount of hours in Spelunky 2 that I, I, I currently have in um, MLB The Show 22. So it's it's a couple hundred hours. 300, maybe 400 hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, And it wasn't just like, hey, I'm playing the game in the background or whatever. It was like, I'm so dedicated and devoted to making this happen that I would actively sit here and every second of me playing the game was I need to get better at it. 
So that the eight hour Spunky Tour run is probably where I'm at on that. All right, we got on um what two more? Shoot it. No, I was saying this is two more as far as your Mount Rushmore. Oh. Hmm. What else? Uh. Full combo through the fire and the flames on Guitar Hero Three on Expert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was a lot of time. That was a lot, a lot of time. And I beat again in Guitar Hero Three the final boss battle that you go into with the devil, Lou. Jesus. I did it on lefty flip. Oh, no, you wildin', dog. Yeah, no, I... Just, I used to I hate that joint. My God. Yeah, it was... So my buddy's a lefty, so I, I flipped the guitar for him when he came over. And, you know, when it was his turn to play, we'd have to flip it to lefty. And one time, I we just accidentally left it on lefty. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll try. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I was like, okay, I'm okay at this. This is plausible for me to do. And then we had the idea, like, okay, you gotta try to beat the final boss battle. And it was, like, six hours straight, me playing lefty, and we finally got it. Lord. Those are my big four. This second to last question I got here for you, boss, before I get you up out of here. Um, And it's kind of a little bit just going off that last one or whatever, even though I switched it or whatever, man. What would you say is your greatest video game accomplishment? If you just had to pick one, like, it is... Yo, you want to be known for this or whatever, of course. Oh, what I want. Ooh. Oh, that's good. I definitely want to be known for the undefeated All Silvers to World Series, I think is big. That is truly insane. I got to see this, like, on God, man. What that's I insane to think about. would rather it be, though, is I, w- I will probably be attempting it at the end of 22's life cycle. Okay. So, like, right before 23 comes out, I want to get to top 50 with that team. I think it's doable. <laughs> I do genuinely think it's doable. I just, It requires me playing at the top of my game and some luck. Mm. But it's possible. I will definitely be in here for this sort of, but I'm pretty sure, like, you just knowing the game or whatever, and I'm asking some stuff a little bit later, too, as far as, like, oh, yo, is this – you just looking at certain stuff to know, like, who's the best, uh, you know what I'm yeah. saying, put out here or whatever and everything for this silver lineup or whatever. When I was oh. doing the silvers, people were like, dude, if you want to go for top 50, you should change it and just do, like, diamond pitchers, but your your hitters are, are silvers. I'm like, absolutely not. You do not know how I operate. That is not happening. I will do this as hard as it could possibly be. Before I change the rules to make it easier. 1,000. won't happen. I appreciate your time so much, man. I only have one more thing to ask sure. you before I get you up out of here. Man, this has been great. It's, yeah, I have a whole lot of fun. I've had so I told you I always sound like yo this is like a span of stuff or whatever but you never really can know because you know it's just it's, it's about the vibes and everything it's been great yeah. awesome I've learned so much stuff you know what I'm saying I always love just you know expanding knowledge and everything man of course when people see you on stream when they see you know like you like of course I'm gonna get you to plug up all the stuff or whatever at the end of everything too but. When, when people see your name, when they see you anywhere, it could be TikTok, YouTube, mm-hmm. Twitch, anywhere, whatever. When they see Dirty Dan, seven, six, eight, which, God, I'm, I'm sorry, you're, that, you're homie in that story. I'm still dying off that from the get-go. Yeah. When they see you anywhere or whatever with, you know, your platform, what can they and what should they expect? 
Which, I mean, they should just expect pretty much ranked MLB The Show gameplay at the highest level they can provide that. With, you know, a mix of jokes and just doing weird stuff. It's not going to just be me sitting there playing the game, occasionally providing insight. We're going to be trying to do it in the weirdest possible ways. That, that's really how I like to market myself. Like I will be using weird cards. I'll be playing in weird ways. You might see me with Pulse pitching on. Hey! We'll, we'll throw grind. some garbage at him. <laughs> right. Because I don't enjoy the game playing normally. I will be playing oddly. Like, um, I, I think I had, I might still have Silver Rymel Tapia in my lineup from last night or two nights ago. Just because just you felt like it? Yeah, just because why not? Like, hey, what's a weird card? <laughs> Throw them in there. See what happens. Right? Yeah. That card sucks, by the way. I hit three perfect perfects, and neither of them went more than, like, 30 feet. That is literally, like, what we were talking about before we started when I said, like, duh. There's some times where I'm like, how do I have a diamond max stat guy, right? perfect, perfect, oh, he, it's a lineup. What? Like, yeah. huh? Like, huh? Yeah, it's coming from guys who've never played a baseball a day in their lives or whatever. Now, I have not played since maybe middle school, but still, like, come on now. Right, yeah. It, it's There's some interesting uh, things that go on in the game for sure. Bro, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate, you know, just your time being here and everything, man. I look forward to just you growing even further and further and, yeah, you know, like – you already top 10 right now or whatever, and, you know, just when you hit that number one spot or whatever, man, we got to, you know That's what I'm the saying? Goal. We'll find a way to get up there. We'll uh, we'll make it happen eventually. The, the 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 ambition and the grind that you have for this or whatever, I, I only know it's a matter of time at this point, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm not I, just saying that. I mean that shit. I, it means the absolute world that somebody else thinks that, man. But thank, thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast. Genuinely of course, too. Um, all, all your pluggables. I'm so sorry I didn't ask about this at the beginning or whatever. I'm going to put all of Dan's, like, socials, everything or whatever that you can get to reach him out or whatever. Go cop that merch, baby. Absolutely. You know no, no Nickelodeon um, NDAs, though, or cease and desist. Excuse Ooh. me. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want those. But um, tell, tell the people anywhere they can find you at, man, even though it's also going to be in, the, you know, the bio description or whatever, of course, and everything. But yeah. Tell the people. Twitter, tic- uh, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find me at Dirty Dan Seven Six Eight and all of those. Easy enough, man. See, people Easy like that. Enough, whatever. I thing. tell people that to say shit. I'm like, yo, it's it's the same. We're all platforms Absolutely. because people are lazy. You know what I'm saying? You got to right? make it easy for them. It's the same everywhere. You'll find it. <sighs> this is a great one, man. Y'all know how we do it. We said it at the beginning. We got to say it again at the end. Remember, like always, ladies and gents, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the bio description, all that good stuff below. We're going to make sure to stop being lazy myself or whatever. Put the new playlist or whatever we're working up and the um, link tree or whatever, you know, available on Apple Music and Spotify or whatever for all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't have those two, I apologize. I just don't know what to do or whatever. Who doesn't have the big two? You know what right. I'm saying? We don't have them. And yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? To also go go cop the Mook Dog merch or whatever. It's about to get chilly outside or whatever, even though I, I'm a lot more down south than Dan compared to like literally I am just wearing balling shorts and a long sleeve right now. <laughs> you know, I can probably honestly do this until like January or whatever and be content. Yeah, it was it was like low forties last week, so Bro, we got frost last week and then it was eighty degrees today. Yeah, it was sixty yeah, today, so we jumped it out. <laughs> So I'm like, it it's, just, it's just weird, man. I'm like, what's happening here exactly? So I don't what know. are we doing, man? <laughs>
it's, it's some whole other stuff or whatever. But hey, man, much love, appreciate it. Y'all know Absolutely, how we said that at the beginning, man. Sometimey gamers, y'all got us over the first milestone. It's just the beginning. We going through more stuff and everything. Y'all know how we do. He goes by Dirty Dan. I go by Mookie. And until next time.